0: This is episode 660 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's podcast, I have a solo episode. More lockdowns are coming. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is usually an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website. A links for this podcast can be found in the show notes or on theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. Before we jump into the episode, which is really going to be a solo episode, things that I've kind of been mulling over and want to share and put out there, I want to read a couple of reviews that I received on iTunes. This one's coming from V Raiders 2020. He says, I love the show. I don't have time to read all the articles. So it's great. I can listen when I work. Ignore the haters. Haters going to hate. Keep it up. Thanks, Raider, for that one. And then Crux72 says, episode 340, 45-minute mark. Very prescient of you. Love the show. Working through the back episodes as we speak. All right. So 340 was one of those episodes where I talk about toilet paper and uh, way before COVID and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's kind of funny. Anyway, um, you know how I feel about that one, so uh, we'll probably talk just a little bit more about that as well as we as we go on into this one. So this episode's coming from a lot of different areas, really, and it's, I guess it's going to be a smorgasbord of um, ideas and thoughts that I have. I want to start off with an email that I received, um, I guess, pertaining to the last episode, and it was an inter- it was an email about. Um, about, I guess I was preaching too much, right? And uh, I was, you know, talking about the Lord and all that kind of stuff. And that always happens when I talk about God. I mean, it just never fails. Whether I write an article or whether I do it on the podcast, I can talk about it a lot. I can talk about it a little bit. I'm still going to get emails from people like, hey, I'm never going to listen to your podcast again, blah, blah, blah. And this one was like, hey, you know, if I remember correctly, you have, you know, uh, a a spiritual podcast, you know, maybe I should look over there for preparedness information. And the thing is, is that if that's all that person got out of that email, or I'm sorry, out of that uh, episode, then they missed the point entirely. The point that I was making was that people are out there and have the great possibility of snapping. And so we need to be aware when we're out there. And also that preppers could be feeling that way too. So if you're listening to this podcast, you could be feeling that way too. And it's important to have something that's going to keep you sane and grounded. And again, mine is my faith. I mean, that is where I come from. That That's the most important thing. And so I'm going to naturally talk about it, and I'm not going to stop talking about it. So if you do not want to Listen to that, then you should probably go on to another another podcast. That's fine, but he, the thing that I don't understand about a lot of people is this, and maybe it's the social media, um, the way that I guess it's just so easy to send an email or whatever. Maybe in the in the old days you had to write a letter, or send it in, whatever, all that good good stuff. It's just so much easier nowadays to share your opinion. But my thing is, get what you can sift through all the stuff that's there get the stuff that is valuable to you and then leave the rest of it alone i mean come on how hard is it to do that i listen to a bunch of podcasts and so i have a bunch of podcasts on my podcast catcher and i'm always going through and and uh you know downloading podcasts and listening to them and lately i've been doing a lot of audiobooks uh just got through listening to one of the the rise and fall of the roman empire and uh, it was a really good one, but it takes it from like, you know, the beginning of Rome before even the Italians are part of it, all the way right up to Julius Caesar. So, really good stuff. But I listened to a lot of podcast episodes as well. And one recently I was listening to, and I like these guys, but they started talking about politics. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why? <laughs> you know, it's like I, the way that they were talking about politics and in the, in, in their point of view. I'm like, oh my gosh, how can you. How can you feel that way? How can you believe that way? How, I mean, it's very like narrow-minded in, the, in this one respect. And so I could have easily said, you know, these guys are, are ding-dongs because of, of their politics. But the things that they were saying that were not involved with politics was very helpful, you know? And so I, I take the good stuff that I can use And all that other stuff, I just throw aside to the, you know, it's like, hey, all right, I don't listen to that. And if someone is just so way out there, okay, I just stop. But for the most part, there are people out there that, you know, are going to say different things. You're not going to agree with them all. Take what is good and what you can and then leave the rest. You know, there was um, uh, an episode, I don't know why I was thinking about this one, of Doomsday Preppers. And one of the people that, that was featured, one of the couples, they were pacifists. They didn't believe in firearms, right? And so, I guess, or defense. And so, because of that, you know, at the end, you always got a rating or whatever. If, you, if, if you're if you familiar with Doomsday Preppers, they didn't get a very good rating because they didn't have firearms or defense. I mean, they were more like, hey, we, we believe in peace and we are going to help the community, you know, with our garden and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And so some people could have looked at that and say, wow, these are pacifists. You know, hey, they don't believe in Second Amendment and blah, 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 blah. But if you do that, then you might miss the things that they were sharing about gardening, some really great gardening tips or great gardening information. So I just think as a society, we need to get to that point where we're able to take the stuff that is valuable to us. And all right, we disagree with someone. you know, We don't see eye to eye on that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, I'm going to go back. If, if you feel like you can't hear anything of God or faith or anything, this is not the podcast for you. You need to move on and, and go somewhere else. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot of, and there's preparedness podcasts where I don't agree with what the host has to say and uh, about religion and things like that. But I listen because there's some good preparedness information. So anyway, um, that's just my two cents there because there's just, I get a lot of that. But at the same time, I know, uh, you know, whenever I get a negative uh, email on faith, I get like three or four positive ones on faith. Like, hey, we appreciate you talking about your faith, or appreciate you talking about God. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that that uh, you know I get it. I get it from both sides, which is great. But you know, let's learn how to take what we can use and and leave the rest. Anyway, that's just my my uh, PSA there, my p- public service announcement for the episode. Let's go ahead and jump into our, what I really want to talk about and the idea and the understanding that more lockdowns are coming. Now, whether you agree with it or not, I believe there it's, it's on the verge. In fact, we, we are seeing it out there in other countries. So let me not get ahead of myself. Let me go ahead and, and kind of, I'm going to, I actually wrote down notes. I'm going to try to follow all of this stuff, right? So what do we know about the virus? There, We still don't fully understand it, right? The SARS-CoV-2 uh, virus. We still don't understand the whole COVID thing and, and, and everything, but we know that it's real, right? We know that people are getting sick from it. And we know that a small percentage are dying. Now, we know that that doesn't mean that you lock down the whole uh, you know, nation, that you destroy your whole economy for all of that. We know that those that are getting sick, small percentage, right? Small percentage of, of people are really getting sick, going into the hospitals. Small percentage are dying. But those that are affected, there are long hospital stays. There are damage. There's, there's damage to organs. There's also uh, been a lot of um, talk about cognitive damage that happens later on. You know, down after you kind of recover. People talk about. I've read articles where people have issues, and it's just kind of like all in your in your mind type stuff. But it's cognitive stuff that's going on. You know, I often talk about John Haller and his prophecy update. And for those of you that aren't. Familiar or don't watch him. Um, he is, I guess, he's kind of like an associate pastor at Fellowship Bible Church um, or Chapel. He's not. Is it Chapel or Church? I don't, I'm not sure. It's FBC. Anyway, so um, he's kind of an associate. So he does the prophecy update every week, but they have another lead pastor that preaches Sunday morning. That lead pastor's name is Steve Mitchell, and uh, yeah, I, actually, I have it right here. Fellowship Bible Church. So, um, you know, he, he preaches every Sunday and, he, you know, great, great minister. Well, recently he got he got COVID and he got hit bad and got put into the hospital and had to go on a ventilator. And he he died yesterday. So I'm recording this on Sunday, uh, September, November, September, November, September 27th. And he passed away yesterday. And I've been following the Fellowship Bible Church Facebook page, where they were giving updates and asking for prayer and all that kind of stuff. So I'd been following it for a while and, and praying and doing all of that kind of stuff. But here we have a, an example of a person who is just one year older than I am, you know, he's not even 50 years old and he's, he's died. He left behind a wife, you know, young children, and I went to go look at, you know, when was the last time he preached a message that, you know, because they, they stream all their messages live on Facebook or on YouTube. And uh, I went to go check it out and it was August 30th. So not even a month ago from when I'm recording this podcast, he he was up preaching in front of the church and sharing a message and then in that short amount of time, he's he's dead from this COVID thing. He got pneumonia and the whole the whole deal and all that kind of stuff. And so, there are people that are dying. You know, for people that to say, you know, it, it's maybe only the really really old and the in the in those that, you know, are you know very fragile. Well, no, I mean, like I said, this guy's just a year older than I am, and so he leaves behind uh, a young family, which is terrible, right? Very sad, uh, along those lines. Um, I can speak from experience because my sister-in-law's mother got COVID as well. Now, she is one who has a lot of other issues and she has, you know, other things going on, but she was in there and it was very touch and go. In fact, a lot of prayer went forth. Um, You know, she, we, you know, we thought that she was going to, to die the way that the hospital was talking and the, and everything that was the reports that we were hearing. And the thing is, is that, my sister-in-law couldn't even go up there. You know, it, it, she she was the mom was up there all by herself, you know, in this hospital and they would not let her go up there. So she did recover and it's been a long, long road for her to recover. Just the other day, though, she was having some trouble breathing and she went into the hospital and she went into one of the, the better hospitals in the medical center. We have a really great, you know, the Houston Medical Center, a really great hospitals over here. They did an x-ray on her lungs and her lungs are scarred and damaged from the whole COVID thing. So it is a legitimate virus. It is a legitimate virus that people are uh, getting sick from but at the same time we need to understand uh, as much as we can and and approach it in a way that is not going to completely wreck our whole economy so there is um, one of the things that we, we know that's happening in Europe the numbers are going up so there was a video on Martin Armstrong's or Armstrong economics blog and it was called um, I guess it's Sky News, something's wrong in, in Europe. And so the guy that was, was doing it, he's, w- the thing that he's saying is all the numbers of infections are going up. Or at least the numbers of positives are going up. And he was looking at the last time that the numbers were that high. Last time the numbers were that high, there was you know, so many deaths. This time around, the numbers are high, but there's not as many deaths. And so he was interviewing another person. I'm actually going to link to the video if you want to go check it out. Um, You know, kind of interesting. And so he's like, hey, what is going on? Because we know the numbers of infections, of of positives are going up, but the deaths are not going up. And so that is, that's something to consider. The deaths are not like past pandemics that we have dealt with in the past where the, the high number of deaths we know there's reports that Israel is in full lockdown, and so Israel, I mean, you got some really smart people over there. They have like, uh, you know, their their technology. Um, I guess their technology sector is is huge, and they're really putting out a lot of stuff out there. Um, so they know what they're doing, but they're in full lockdown mode again over there. I don't know if you keep up with what's going on in our nation, but. Um, Just recently, just this week, there were Christians in Idaho, in Idaho, right, of all places that were given citations, Christians, because they were outside singing songs from the Psalms, right, from the book of Psalms. And so that could have been politically motivated to a point because one of the guys that was uh, arrested, he's running for county commissioner, but this is Moscow, Moscow Idaho, where they, where they arrested Christians and gave them citations because they were outside singing. Now, that's really the whole but it's a possibility of the whole Christian persecution. We're starting to see that a lot more. That's a whole nother episode there, but something to consider as well. But you have that going on here. There was a mom who was outside at a football, a grade school football game. She was outside and a police officer arrested, tased her and arrested her at a grade school football game, like outside. I mean, come on. This was in Ohio. And so you have all this crazy stuff. You know, you hear the numbers are going up and stuff. It just, it doesn't make sense when you, when you start looking at it all, when you start uh, taking it into account, I mean, there was uh, a crazy numbers like, Hey, we are in week, I don't know, like week 80 something of 14 days of two weeks, you know, trying to, to uh, curb the, uh, the, you know, curb, flatten the curb, right? All that stuff that they kept saying over and over again. And then it's just been extended and extended and extended. And it's just, it does not make sense. People with common sense are looking at all this and they're saying it does not make sense. We have smart people, but it seems like common sense has completely gone out the window. Our approach really should be that we take precautions for those who could catch the virus, but we don't shut down the whole economy. We don't go full lockdown. I mean, those that were living paycheck to paycheck they might not ever recover. I mean, I've been blessed because I've been working, I've been working more now than ever. I mean, when we were locked down and we weren't going into work and I was working from home, I mean, I worked more hours and worked longer and harder than, than I did if I was going into the office. Right. It was like, there was no boundary as far as time and, and, you know, what time I would, I would stop working and all that kind of stuff but there's a lot of people who don't have that luxury and it's a lot of the times it's the people that are you know on on the lower end of the economy making you know meager wages living paycheck to paycheck and you read those stories those people are on unemployment right now they're trying to take advantage of what's out there but that stuff is starting to run out and then they're going to be ruined financially they they might not ever recover We don't lock down and completely shut down everything because that destroys what we have. So then they're going to be even more dependent on whatever the government can provide. Now, when you look at all the different decisions that are being made, they're all being made by politicians. Now, you have the federal government making decisions. You've got states making decisions. You've got, you know... um, counties and cities making decisions the politics play a big part of the decision making process here of what is going on some states are locked down more than others some might not ever lock down again and it just kind of depends on 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 who's in charge and who's making those decisions and how it all plays out but you've got to start thinking about okay could this be a little conspicuous? a conspiracy thing going on. I mean, it's really easy to start allowing your mind to go there. And some would think so because, again, it does not make sense. Some would say it is an easy mechanism for control. Now, some would say it's a, it's, it's really apparent that it is control. So it's really kind of where you're coming from on all of that. But think about this. What was going on really before covid Uh, really hit full blast now we had a populist movement that was rising up all over the world now just think back i mean this is like years years that we're talking about here but let's think back where we started seeing things happen like for instance in the uk with brexit all of a sudden the uh the people in the uk were saying we're tired of europe we're tired of 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 you know, European, uh, you know, Germany and France and those people telling us how we need to do things in our country. And so they, you know, they voted for Brexit and it passed. And it's still after all these years, what it's been over four years, I think, they still haven't decoupled. And so you still, you always hear about it. But that was the thing. It was it was this rise in populism that people were like, we don't want to be part of the European Union anymore. And then it happened over here in the United States with the election of Donald Trump. Right. To to the presidency. I still remember. I mean, getting close. I mean, people were like, freaking out that Hillary was going to be the president. I mean, there was no way. I mean, we were all the numbers were so high. And those of us who have who were watching that and all that kind of stuff is like, okay, this is it, man. I mean, Hillary is going to is is going to uh, be the president and we're going to uh, start talking about the Second Amendment and losing our gun rights and blah, blah, blah. And all this kind of stuff that was going to start happening. And then all of a sudden on election night, it was like complete opposite, just blown away. And it really opened up the eyes of a lot of people, probably not enough, but it opened up the eyes of enough people that our media is completely backwards in how they're doing things. I mean, they are just pushing their own little agenda. And so we have this populist movement, although people weren't speaking out and saying, no, we don't want Hillary. When they went to the polls and they made it very, very clear that that they wanted uh, a change in Washington, and then, even before that, we had the yellow vests going on in in France. So you know, we had the yellow vest, and, and I remember talking about them. Um, there were you know protests going on in France. They were starting to get violent. They were starting to get where people were 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 getting antsy. But for the most part, people were marching. People were protesting people were like hey we're tired of the government we're tired of the way that they they're doing things and the way that they they manage things we're sick of that and that was really becoming a big big movement over there and then you also had hong kong you had a humongous movement over there and i remember watching video on twitter of the things that were going on over there people were like man you got to watch the way these guys are protesting because they know how to protest. Like the, the, the cops would shoot in, you know, like a, a smoke bomb or whatever. And all these students had water bottles. And so the, the minute that one of these things would land, they would go drench it with water and it would turn it off. And they just had all these, all these cool things that, that they were doing. And, I mean, this was a, this big movement that was going on. And then what happened? COVID hit. The lockdown hit. And then everybody was kind of like, all that stuff kind of stopped everything became, everybody became fearful. Everybody, you know, went went into their homes and it was lockdown and shortages and blah, blah, blah. And we weren't even paying attention to Hong Kong and China comes in and moves in. And I mean, they're like arresting people and and, and all that kind of stuff. Before then, China hadn't officially moved in. They had moved uh, armies in, you know, close to the border, but they hadn't moved in. And so it's like all this populist movement that was up and was starting to make a lot of noise and starting to really, truly gain momentum. It's like all that stuff has been squashed. And you might not even remember some of the things that I'm talking about. Um, And I'm sure there's a lot of things I'm forgetting, Um, you know, unless I'm I'm just bringing it up. And now, now you're like, okay, yeah, I remember Hong Kong. I remember the Yellow Vest in France. I mean, you don't hear about any of that kind of stuff anymore. There's, things are starting to rise up, but there are protests about the conditions, the lockdown conditions. Things are you know crazy in Australia right now, and really again, it's every every state. I mean, there is a member in the uh, there's a couple of members actually in the email group from Australia, and just sharing information. I, I was like, hey, what's what's it like over there right now? And it, and it's just like it is over here. Different states have different standards of how they're locking down and some are very, very oppressive. So when you start to consider all of this, it's easy to, to know and to, to see that the lockdowns are coming because they are a means to control. They are a means to control and the government likes to put these things in place to keep the people where they are so that they don't get out of control. It doesn't make sense, right? You know, churches cannot meet but At the same time, they don't have any problems allowing Black Lives Matter to have their own protest and to do all their things like that and to go out and to sing. And, you know, you don't have cops going in and arresting them and giving them citations. So the thing is, is that what does this mean for you? Right. What does this mean for you? Now, of course, none of us want to be controlled. None of us want any of that. And I'm not necessarily talking about being controlled or even accepting that. I mean, that's a whole other episode. And I think that we will get to a point where people are not going to be accepting it. And those governments, those governors... Uh, those states, those places that are are really tightening down are going to see some really craziness happen. And so that's one thing to uh, to consider there if you're in one of those states or you're in a, in a country where you're seeing this. But the thing is, is that you're not being controlled, but you are going to. And you, and so you might not be accepting it. I'm not going to be controlled, but you are going to live in these lockdowns. You're going to be living among this lockdown. And so again, like I say, what does it mean for you? It's very possible that it means shortages and it means misery. Misery because, you know, your things are happening that you cannot control. And you know, there's always things that, that are out of your, you know, your, your control that you can't, you know, you can't control the weather, you can't, you know, whatever. But, you know, you start to, to look at all of this and it's like, I don't want to to live in a society like this. I don't want to live in, in a place like this. And in the past, when there's been things that, that have happened and governments have been very oppressive, there's always been a place where people could go. Like The United States was always one of those places that people could immigrate to when their country was all you know, crazy. But that's not the case anymore. So you know, maybe you could leave to another state. Maybe that's not as oppressive. But the fact is, is that we are going to be affected by this. We're going to experience shortages. We're going to experience misery. Not because we have to, not because there needs to be, but to cause people not to be happy and to want the government or someone else to swoop in and provide solutions. When people are miserable, when people are happy, there, I mean, it's like, you know, forget it. Yeah, we don't want you to touch our lives. We don't want you to, to in, enact more laws. But when people are miserable and people want relief and people want to go out and visit their friends and people want to go out and, and you know, in, enjoy the outdoors and go out and not wear a mask and all those kinds of things, people will be willing to accept extra laws and extra, extra things like that to be able to get back to normal. So all of that to say, we need to be thinking about what's going to be happening if there are more lockdowns. And the solution here is you need to be more self-reliant. You need to be self-reliant. That's just, that's the the name of the game right now for preppers. And maybe that would be a better, better, um, I I guess, descriptor for us. You know, the self-reliant, not preppers, but the self-reliant. And, and, and that might speak to a lot more people and, and bring in more into the ranks. Although I do think there are more people out there, and we've talked about this in our email groups and in our online discussions that we do every other week, is I think people understand that these things are happening and they instinctively go do what they need to do. Like, for instance, one of the things we were talking about in our online discussion is it's hard to find caning supplies. Well, people are like, hey, if, if there's going to be shortages, I'm going to buy up canning supplies because I'm going to need those types of things. And people are like, hey, I, I know that there might be, uh, you know, uh, lockdowns or there might be shortages. So I'm going to buy, um, for instance, they, they also said like canning uh, canners. like I, we, It's hard to find canners. People have been talking about it's hard to find like retreat property and things like that because people instinctively are trying to move out of the city because they know the cities are not good to be in right now. So right now, you need to be thinking about what's going to happen if there's more lockdowns. Not when you start hearing about it, although you're hearing about it already. Like I said, you're hearing about it in other countries. You're hearing about it maybe in other states. They're a little bit more oppressive, but right where you are right now, what do you need to do if things become crazier? We know we have the election coming. We have all, you know, people keep talking about, you know, what what might start happening as we get closer to the election or even after the election. All of these things that are playing into our future here, our near future, what are you, what do you need to be thinking about? So right now, most grocery shelves are back to normal. We always do a little situational report when we, when we do our little online meetups and things are, are back to normal for the most part. I mean, you might not be able to find Lysol wipes and some, some parts of the country have, you know, maybe a, a little bit shorter on some things than others. But for the most part, you're going to be able to find what you need. So start stocking up now if you're not stocked up, if you are just now listening to this podcast you just come on to this podcast, you know, start stocking up now. Think about the things that you went without or the things that maybe you bought, uh, you know, your third, the third brand. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh man, I don't see the can of whatever I normally buy. So I'm going to go buy this one that I've never, ever heard of. Right. So don't do that right now. The, the grocery sh- uh, shelves are, are back to normal for the most part. So go stock up now. Now, I wouldn't suggest going into debt and charging up your credit cards and all that kind of stuff, but be very purposeful. You can get things right now. Stick to the things that you are going to use. Rotate these things in and out. Ask your spouse. I, I joke around with this, but those of you who maybe your spouse who, uh, you know, was went without some of the things that they that they really wanted, you get them on board. And you get, and if you're a guy, and most guys, you know, are prepping by themselves. And I remember doing uh, polls on Prepper website. And a lot of the times it, it was the guys. I mean, they would prep by themselves. And, and a lot of the time their wives accepted it kind of like their little hobby, their little thing. And I uh, really didn't bother them too much. But now where we have experienced A lot of people have experienced shortages. If you get a woman on board, forget it. Now you might have, you might get two years worth of washing detergent. You might get, you know, you might be buying six months worth of makeup or something like that. But if you can get your spouse on board to purchase things, they, you know, now you're thinking, you know, as, as a, as a unit, And you're thinking about what kinds of things need to to happen because you might be thinking in one area, they're going to be thinking in a whole nother area and you can come together and get the things that you need. Think about the things that were hard to find before and the things that you can find now and start stocking up on those things. Worst case scenario, you don't have to go to the grocery store and and make big runs. You're only going to buy the things that, you know, like buying vegetables and and buying bread and, and milk and eggs like that because all the rest of the stuff would be stocked up. Another thing to consider if things continue to go south with China, which they seem like they are, are there any electronics that you have been wanting to purchase? I know that for our the school district for those of you who know that I work for the school district, we were buying uh, you know computers, um, Chromebooks for our students to use. And it's been very hard to source those because of the issue with China. At one point, there was a shipment that was coming in. And because of the the trade embargoes and the issue with China, the ship was turned back around to China. And those things were shipped to other countries. So we missed out on that shipment because of things with with China. But if you go look on Amazon, you start seeing some of these things are, are increasing in price because they're not out of reach yet, but things that might have cost like $150, $200 are starting to cost $400, maybe $450. So it, are there some electronics Are you do up for a laptop or a computer or something like that, uh, maybe a, a, a tablet that you were planning on buying? You might be thinking about going ahead going and, and purchasing these things. What about the seasonal items that you normally buy and you normally wait to get right up into the season and and then you buy them maybe you start buying them now like for winter things you know and it's crazy you know I talk about uh winter I know some of you guys have already experienced snow down here you know we're happy if we get you know 80 degrees uh in Houston right now but if there's something that you normally buy for winter if you wait too long, you might not be able to find that. Or what about next next spring or next summer? Are there things that you would buy that you normally buy maybe on a rotation basis? Or maybe you were saying, you know what? I need that shovel or I need that extra thing for the garden or whatever. Go ahead and buy it now if you can. And then what happens if we ultimately get locked down again wherever you are, right? Your, your state, wherever you are your county, you get locked down again. And they're like, okay. And they, they close the stores or they close the restaurants and they do all of that kind of stuff is again, it's not what you want. It's not what, you know, what you would be accepting. I mean, you would be out there going to the restaurants, going and living life the way that you would want to live. I mean, for the most part, that's the way it is. Not too much has changed. I mean, I, I was never a person that really cared to go out and do a lot anyway. So I'm okay with it. It's kind of funny. I was talking with a uh, a coworker and she was like, "I I don't like hugs. I don't like all that kind of stuff." So this whole COVID thing, I'm completely fine with. I you know, if I could well if I could work from home and not be around people, I would be okay, you know? And I thought that was kind of funny because Sometimes I have that, that same kind of mentality. I don't go out to concerts. I don't go out to rallies. I don't do that kind of stuff, you know? And so I'm perfectly fine being home and, and, and chilling here, you know, doing, doing my thing here. I still go out if I need to, i go to the grocery store. I go to home Depot. I do whatever I need to do. And that's, that's fine. That's what we want. We want to be able to do all those things. You just, right now you do it with a mask, right? Cause the, the County is saying you got to wear a mask but if you lock down where you are and again not because you want to not because you know you you you're scared of the virus or anything but because the government begins to put these restrictions down on you what are some things that you need to do and uh, maybe how can you think about this and not live so angrily at the government which i'm not saying you shouldn't be or be upset but i'm saying you know a lot of people i know on the last lockdown just binged watch netflix right they binged watch netflix they were you know b- you know on social media all the time and if you are in that situation again like i said for me i was able to to work so i was working you know longer than than uh, longer hours than i had previously worked but if you for whatever reason get locked down again and you find yourself, maybe you're one of those people that normally would be out and about all over, you know, all over the city and doing those kinds of things. And you find yourself spending more time at home. What are you going to do with your free time? Again, I, I don't think binge watching Netflix is, is, is helpful. I'm not saying it's bad. You know, I've been watching some old Westerns lately just to be able to, to watch something, you know, on YouTube. It's funny. You watch one and then all these other ones start popping up and there's some some pretty good ones, right? but I don't sit there and binge watch them. So what kinds of things would you do with your free time? Uh, This is something to be thinking about. And the reason I'm saying this is because there might be some things you need to go ahead and put in place now while you can, before a lockdown gets you into a place where you can't get some of these things. So I just want to just drop a couple of things, some ideas. If you wind up locking down and you're spending a lot of time at home, Maybe you take that time to read and study. You're being very purposeful. Maybe you know you order some some specific books, you go out and buy some specific books that you are wanting to study on a certain topic, whatever it might be. Preparedness, maybe it, you know, maybe you're wanting to do some bushcraft stuff and you have a backyard and you can spend some time in the backyard, and maybe you can you can do that. Maybe it's a whole other related thing. Maybe it's something on computers. Maybe you, you want to learn how to you know, program, or you want to learn how to build a website, or whatever. You can read and you can study. Don't just blow off that time that you have, you know, because that's that's time where you can really invest in yourself. What about home improvement projects? So instead of just sitting around binging on Netflix, maybe there's something that you would like to do. Maybe there is, you know, you want to remodel a, a restroom. Maybe you want to paint. Uh, you know, uh, a living room. Maybe you want to do those types of things. Maybe, maybe you want to replace a fence. So you go out and you get some fencing and you go ahead and have that prepared and ready. So in case you find yourself locked down, you're able to, to get the to work and get that done. Maybe you start a side gig or a micro biz and something that you've wanted to be, to think about and you want to earn a little bit extra money. And maybe it's online, maybe it's writing articles and there's people that'll pay you out there. Maybe whatever, you know, whatever thing interests you, and I'm not talking about just preparedness, but there are people out there, there are organizations, companies that will pay you for writing. They pay you for, or by the, by the word. And it's you're, it's a very amazing, it's whatever topic you can imagine, there's somebody willing to pay you out there. So if you are an expert in cats, if you're an expert in, I, you know, what Beanie Babies or hot, what, whatever it might be, somebody would be willing to pay you along those lines. And so maybe there's a side gig that you're, you, can, you can make right now and uh, you can invest a little bit of time building it while you're at home preparing. It. What about exercise? That's one thing that is it's huge but what if you had some extra free time and instead of maybe you maybe you you know instead of going out and checking out all the running around all over town you spend a little bit of time in the backyard you know, working out. Maybe you you buy yourself a weight set. Maybe you you know you go to Craigslist and you buy buy one that one somebody's getting away give, or giving away or selling really cheap, and you bring that in and uh, put it in a garage or in a spare room or whatever. And you're able to to exercise and you're able to spend that extra time working out. What about just practicing going dark in your home? And so practicing you know, you've heard of this before, where people go off grid or they uh, simulate maybe the electricity going out and how would the family respond to that? So some people go and they turn off the, all the circuit breakers. It's like, okay, uh, everything is off. Some people will turn off all the circuit breakers, but the ones that maybe the, uh, the refrigerator and the freezer are on, Or, you know, sometimes they turn all of them off and they use their generators and say, let's try the generators and let's see if they work or not. Now, if you're really in a lockdown situation, I don't know if you want to use up your fuel and different things like that. um, But that is something that you could do and practice going dark practice. What would it be like if the grid went down and we had to, uh, you know, we didn't use electricity and we didn't have water and we had to use our supplies. And, uh, you know, we had to go from there. And so just be thinking about what you would do if lockdowns happen to where you're not just sitting around twiddling your thumbs, waiting for you know the, the next hammer to drop and, and all of that. Uh, you know I just I just think there needs to be a little bit of thought put into it. And then also again, like I said, I think it's important to look at your stocks because at the very you know when COVID hit, I think everybody realized, okay, we we really need to stock up and then things have been relaxed a little bit and you might have been relaxed. You know, I I know there was people getting rid of their extra toilet paper and doing that kind of stuff. And then if there's shortages again, well then, you know, you're stocking back up again. So uh, I think it's just smart right now to be doing it, stocking up before you get to a point where you're your supplies are limited and your options are limited. You want to do that now, all right? So that's what I have for you today, guys. That's uh, that's episode six hundred and sixty, uh, and just trying to get you to think a little bit and be a little bit more future forward in in what is happening. Not just thinking about this next week or this next month, or, or not even just thinking about the election, the run up to the election, people. They're saying things could be crazy even after the election going into next year. And so, you know, what is going to going to happen? I wish I wish I could say this is exactly what is going to happen. But I don't think anybody knows We're here, at least in the United States, we're in uncharted territory when when it comes to this stuff. So I think just a little bit of prudence, a little bit of uh, forward thinking, a little bit of planning, a little bit of preparedness will go a long way right now. Well, like I said, that's episode 660. Hey, thanks so much for uh, being a part of this episode and of the Prepper Website Podcast. Hey, if you are not subscribed, make sure that you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app or head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to prepperwebsite.com where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.